Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Catholic Live Chat Show. I am your host. My name is Mike. We're looking forward to chatting with everyone this evening. If you're watching live, let us know who you are and where you're from in the chat box. If this is your first time joining us, we do this every Thursday evening right here on our YouTube channel. This is a show in which we spend about 30 minutes faith sharing and discussing current events that are relevant to the Catholic faith and to the Catholic Church and with Catholics, with you guys, our viewers. If you aren't yet subscribed to our channel, we do invite you to do so now by going down and clicking on the subscribe button. While you're down there right next to it is a notification bell. By clicking on that, you will receive a notice each and every time that we go live. Joining me this evening is our lovely and talented co-host, Buenas noches, Kate. ¿Cómo estás? <laughs> Hello. Everything's good. Everything's Thanks. Good. How are you doing? Everything's good. Any special announcements that we want to talk about this evening? I think we do have, uh, we have something coming up, don't we, on our last show for the Christmas season? Okay. Coming up, we have, well, you know what? It's slipping my mind right now, to be honest <laughs> with you. I think, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, the winter oh, winds swept the news It's all away. good. <laughs> All right, so we do have another, um, we do have another Our giveaway, Giveaway, yes, that's what we're trying to say here, another giveaway yeah. for $100 to it. Amazon, and we just had someone win, uh, was it the last show that we had, last mm -hmm. Catholic live chat show, so that person in, is enjoying a $100 gift card to Amazon, or maybe he or she is uh, using it for Christmas gifts or whatever they want, so anyway, so that's our announcement, also we want to let you guys know that tomorrow is First Friday. So be sure to, if you want to participate in First Friday, we'll explain more about that towards the end of our show. But it's a, it's a very good way of getting to heaven and possibly skipping purgatory. So we'll explain more about that devotion um, a little bit later, okay? All right, guys, with that said, uh, viewers who are joining us live, we do invite you guys to join in in this evening's discussion by using the chat box that's off to the side. Feel free to share your thoughts with us. Kate will be reading your comments as they come in. If you're watching this on playback, feel free to use the comment section down below. Everything that we get in the form of a comment gets a reply back and Kate is our comment queen. So she does that. Okay. All right, Kate, any comments coming in yet or, or what? Okay, yes, we do have some people chiming in and also some other news I wanted to mention. Just a reminder, next week is the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. So please mark your phones and calendars for that. Okay, so for that holy day coming up next week, all right, on December 8th. Okay, so joining us this evening, we have Eileen, who's here. Eileen Chase here from Pennsylvania. Hello. Eileen, hello. Hi, um, we have John who's here. Oh, it's Emily. Hi, Emily. That's right, from Ohio. So hi, Emily. Hello. Hope everything's going well. Um, the Terminator's here, says peace. Amazed is here. Hi, Amazed. We have Mr. Noah Strickland, who says hello to everybody. Pamela's here. Good, she says good evening, everyone from Surprise, Arizona. Um, and Pamela says, oh, and that's what I wanted to ask you, or Pamela says to Emily, same question I was wondering, Emily, too, um, that we wanted to ask you about. How's your dad doing? Okay, so, um, yeah, we definitely want to make sure where all of us keep um, Emily's dad in, in our prayers. Um, Judy says hello from Arizona. Hello, and uh, let's see, Honey Bunny's here. Oh, Linda from the Hill in Country in Texas. Hello, uh, Linda. Okay. okay, very cool. All right, guys, thank you for being here with us this evening. Um, and yes, Emily, we hope your dad's doing well. Um, so please definitely keep us posted. 
All right, Mike, back to you. All right, perfect. Thank you, Kate. All right, we're going to go right into our very first story this evening, guys. Well, we've all heard of Elf on the Shelf, right? Well, meet Mary on the Mantle. And this is a story that's coming from the Catholic News Agency. For the past 16 years, Elf on the Shelf has been a tradition, both loved and hated, for families that are lead, uh, leading up to the days of Christmas. But one Catholic wanted to create something similar, which would help children to enter more deeply into the season of Advent. That is when Erica Campbell created the Mary on the Mantle doll. Campbell says that she wants the doll to help foster a deeper relationship with Mary for children. While the goal of Elf on the Shelf is to encourage children to be uh, nice, not naughty, Mary on the Mantle is intended to encourage children to prepare for the coming of the baby Jesus. She has also intended uh, the style to be a year-long doll instead of just something that comes out for the Christmas season. So that's what's going on in regards to uh, Advent. So Kate, what are your thoughts about Mary on the Mantle? Honestly, I think it's a great idea. Um, definitely. I've always thought Elf on the Shelf was, I mean, it's a good gimmick. Someone really uh, had a good idea, made a lot of money, made a fortune from Elf on the Shelf. Um, thing with Elf on, the, Elf on the Shelf for any parents and grandparents out there is, you know, you have to keep moving the elf around. And if you forget, <laughs> that could be a problem. And then um, there are all kinds of things that, you know, could go on with that. And then, of course, if somebody bumps the elf and the elf somehow, I think if the elf falls down and the elf what, loses the magic and that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I even heard there was once a little girl who called 911 because she accidentally bumped the elf on the shelf and the elf fell or something and she was afraid that the elf was all the magic was gone so i think the mary on the mantle is definitely a good idea it's a good way of taking the focus on putting the focus on christmas where it should be like teaching children to do acts of kindness is one of the things too like they see mary preparing for the baby jesus so we should all ask ourselves if we were hanging a stocking up for the baby jesus what would he want in that stocking what would he, so it's, you know, it's, you know, obviously it's something that we don't even, well, we should think about, but as we're gathering gifts and wrapping them for people, remember it's, we're celebrating Christ. So we can't forget about him. So I think it's a great thing. Any thoughts on it, Mike, on Mary on the Mantle? Um, I feel exactly the same way you did. Um, when I first heard Mary on the Mantle, I'm like rolling my eyes, like, what's this about? Right. But then I understood, the, I read the story and um, I understood the purpose of it. And I think, like you said, it's an amazing thing for little kids. And I think it's um, something that really should be promoted for us Catholics, especially and Christians, but especially Catholics, because Mary really is such a huge part of our life. And, um, you know, the younger we train them to under or teach them, I should say, not train them, but to teach them uh, reverence for Our Lady and, um, you know, things of that sort. Um, they'll be open to building a relationship. I've always had a little bit of an issue with, um, you know, the whole Santa Claus thing. And and even Elf on the Shelf, I mean, obviously as adults, we know the story behind those, but at Christmas time really for me, as I think for children should be about teaching them about not just Santa Claus, but also putting more emphasis on what's, what Christmas really is about and that's Jesus. So um, having a doll that gets children ready for the coming of the baby Jesus is a great, terrific idea and a great way of doing that. So, you know, I definitely give this idea a thumbs up. So, and I love how also that, you know, I don't mean, <clears throat> I don't mean to be PC politically correct, but I've noticed that the doll's not white. 
So it's, it's more of an accurate representation of what we believe that the color of the skin from, you know, the Palestinians back in the day, the Israelians, Israelites who lived in Palestine probably had that color skin. So, you know, because obviously this past summer has been all about, oh, we're whitewashing Jesus and all that stuff. So there can be no complaint about that. So um, I just want to give my little two cents on that, that I think it's great that they, you know, were accurate with getting the skin tone, probably what Mary really probably had back in her day. So, although she appears to everyone as a different race anyway. So, you know, her skin yeah. color is different each time. So yeah. not that it really matters, <laughs> but I'm just saying, I'm just pointing that right, out. Right, right. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's like, that's, you know, irrelevant. And then, you know, but I, I definitely think it's absolutely a wonderful idea. It would get kids focused on, like focused on the positive with the faith instead of an elf, like doing silly things and getting into candy or something, you know, not that it's not a good time, but you know, it can be, or maybe some people might opt to do both. Maybe I'm going to end off on the shelf. Or some people do, like some parents say, wait, not at all. Let's not even get involved with Elf on the Shelf because it can be, you know, it can be tedious after a while trying to think of this Elf doing, trying to move the Elf, like I said, and remembering well, to do that. I think also you do have to move the Mary doll though, right? It does, I'm wondering if it works as, as Elf on the Shelf did instead of Elf on the Shelf, Mary's, I don't know, I don't. But, well, the idea perfect. is though, the Elf is supposed to be magic and well, Mary, like, you know, I guess you can make it whatever you, whatever you choose to, however you choose to have it, but, but it's definitely, it's an interesting idea. Um, we have some comments uh, coming in, so um, anxious to hear what you guys think of this idea. Um, once again, thank you everybody for joining us. Okay, um, so going back, we have, uh, let's see, a Assie, am I if I'm saying right? Hello, how's everybody? Uh, James. Hello is here he says oh jim from the garden state okay oh hello jim all right from new jersey all right um and linda says hi everyone rose is saying good evening um kate and mike from canada good evening hey rose. canada right okay um and emily's saying to us says pamela and kate dad opens his eyes today um close that's them after awesome. a bit but oh. that's huge Thank that you all so huge. much for prayers. Still needs them for seizures. Oh, okay. Well, we, sounds like a positive step anyway. So yes, we definitely have to keep them in our prayers. Okay. Thanks for updating us. Yeah, that's um, that's great news. Yeah, definitely. Definitely great news. Um, and thank you to everybody out there too who was praying. Um, Angela says, good evening from Florida and still praying for your dad. Um, Angela says for your dad, John. Um, and uh, let's say, Lynn says, I love it. Mary on the mantle is a wonderful idea. Joseph on the, okay, yeah, well, it'd be cool <sighs> if we had maybe Joseph involved there doing something or maybe the whole, the holy family in general. That would be awesome. Um, Pamela says, absolutely, Emily, continued prayers. The Terminator says, elf, um, elf on the shelf. Wait, uh, sorry, I just lost my place. Oh, elf on the shelf is about this world and money and is creepy. Mary on the Mantle is a good conversation piece for children, adult, and family. Well, that's definitely, yeah, I agree with that. That's definitely a good conversation piece. That's for sure. Um, Angel says, I love Elf on the Shelf, years of fun with kids. And yeah, I guess with, you know, it can be fun, all kinds of crazy things that the Elf gets into. And some people, if they do Mary on the Mantle, they decide to go that route, maybe they'll do both. Um, let's see. Uh, Linda says, Joseph in the Mantle or Joseph the carpenter would be great as well. 
yeah, that would be a good idea too. And I think with the elf on the shelf, also, I mean, with Mary on the mantle, you could take Mary and get garments for the doll so she could go through all of the seasons. So like the Feast of the Presentation, the even during the crucifixion, think about the sorrows of Mary. So there's all kinds of things you could do. And with Joseph, St. Joseph, same thing. Um, let's see, um, Emily says, in our CCD class, we did an actually similar, oh, an activity similar, sorry. That was where the kids would pick a priceless gift from, would pick a priceless gift from the manger. And it was a task, something they had to do to give a gift to Jesus, do chores for a sibling, et cetera. Yeah, that's, that's definitely an awesome nice idea. idea. I like that. Yeah, that's definitely a great idea. And, you know, these are good ideas like Mary on the Mantle or other ideas just like that are great for other, you know, CCD classes as well or Catholic school classes. Um, let's see. Uh, and Linda says, um, oh, wait, I'm sorry. I just lost my face here. Um, Pamela says, I love the idea of Mary on the Mantle. My kids are adults, but it's a great idea for my grands. Yeah, for grandkids too. Yeah, absolutely. If you're trying to get young children involved in the faith, definitely a great idea. Um, let's see. Diffusa Films and Vlog says, yes, agree. BLM and Mary transcends physical attributes now, certainly color. And I wonder about gender. After all, angels are genderless. Okay. Um, yeah, well, you know, and we know Mary's not... Um, an angel okay but you know the point is like what you know it's not beyond mary's color skin color and everything is just you know who mary is um janice says hi everybody from upper michigan thank you kate and mike for all you do for our catholic faith with oh, these beautiful you. programs um you've created for us and with the rosary too bringing us together oh you're welcome janice yeah thank we're you. happy to do it um Let's see, Diffusa Films and Vlogs is a great idea, definitely. I'm talking to Honey Bunny, talking to Linda. Um, and also, yes, St. Vitus. PF, okay, I'm not, not sure what that is there. Um, Angel says, I would like to make a, I would make a chart while teaching in which the children would bring a gift for baby Jesus. I got a lot of bottles, diapers, etc., but one sit on a casserole for Mary, who was probably exhausted. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, well, I'm not sure what, okay. Like, yeah, maybe if, um, I'm not sure if I'm interpreting that correctly. Yeah, maybe if you teach children, maybe in gathering things for baby Jesus, maybe collecting things. One idea is to collect things for a needy child, like, like bottles, diapers and everything and donating them. And that's a good way too, because in helping other babies, obviously, whatever we do for others, we do for Christ. So that's an idea too. Um, let's see. Uh, Emily says the things that they would need to be to do required humility or doing a task with joy. They didn't like or doing a task with joy. They didn't like or being kind to someone they didn't like, etc. It really got a lot of kids thinking. Um, Hi, Cindy. That's also, I mean, that, that means they're, they're changing, you know, we're, you're doing a great job of changing their thinking and, you know, that's, that's great. Right. That's great lesson. Yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah. Because we've got to get kids thinking their focus on, on Christ. Um, so Cindy's here from Monroe, Georgia. Hi, Cindy. Hello. Um, Abdania says the Lord will send a blessing on your, on your barns 
and everything you put your hand to, the Lord your God will bless you in the land he has given you. Um, Linda says it's also a great idea, not just for the kids, but for the parents that have lukewarm faith to rekindle Ooh. the fire. Yes, that's a good idea. True. Uh -huh. um, and if DFUSA or Diffusive Films Vlog says, oh, for John's dad, especially, oh, PFE, oh, pray for us. Oh, okay, PFE, pray for us. Oh, okay, got it. Yes, so we all want to um, definitely make sure that we keep continue to keep Emily's dad in our prayers. Um, all right, that's looks like all we have so far. Okay, thanks for commenting, guys, from that one. All right, back to you, Mike. Okay, thank you. And we're going to go on to our next story. This one's a little disturbing um, in a way. Well, there's a new way of honoring the recently departed, and it's causing some church officials a little concern. This is a story from Stabroic News. Their craze is called extreme embalming, and it entails a body being preserved with embalming fluid and positioned with the person's body dressed up and displayed as they had requested before death. A recent funeral ceremony of a man's corpse uh, being paraded through town has raised a red flag with the Archdiocese of Trinidad, who issued a statement reminding everyone that the human body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and as such is to be treated with the utmost respect even after death. Although code of canon law does not speak directly to how the body is should be exhibited at a funeral, it does stress the principles of the faith that the body of the deceased must be treated with a certain respect. So this is what everyone's up to doing now, or the newest fashion, I guess. Um, wow. Yeah. Hmm. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well. It's kind of weird. I don't know. I was looking at those pictures and. <laughs> What a step, but the first yeah, you, you know what comes to mind when I see that if anybody's ever seen that movie Weekend at Bernie's <laughs> yes from <laughs> that's a, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing I gotta I, I knew it reminded me of something and now that you said that where's that picture at yeah look at that I mean I yeah, don't want that to, I don't want that to be me when I'm dead I, I why would anybody want that by the way this I, is a victim I, of a shooting so he was unfortunately oh, and yeah and he, I guess he requested this, huh? I guess so. But wow. um, it just seems a little weird to be paraded yeah, through I, town looking like that. But I suppose some people would find that to be awesome. Or maybe they just don't know what it's really going to look like when maybe that's not what he had in mind as looking when he had the idea. I don't know. So Right. We, yeah. It's Wow. Um, yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, I just, I keep just, I just keep picturing weekend of Bernie's come to mind when I see that. I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, and uh, for those of you who haven't seen that movie, it's about, well, in, in, the, in the story, a, um, th this man dies and these two guys spend, they, they're spending, they got invited to spend the weekend at his luxurious house. And when he died, they didn't want it to they still wanted to keep on with their luxurious weekend. So they just kind of pretended he wasn't dead and paraded his body around, like, you know, kind of carried, like- Just like that like, picture we just right, saw. Yeah, so. <laughs> just acted like he wasn't dead. And yeah, so anyway, but yeah, I, I don't know what the intentions are of the people who were doing that to him. And I don't know what, like you said, Mike, I don't know what his intentions were in wanting to do, to be like that. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know, to have that first well, Maybe like you said, that wasn't what he was picturing. We don't know. Yeah. So. Well. Anyway. Um, but anyway, we have some people 
chiming in um, here. Uh, Amaze says, beautiful theme for Christmas. I think we're, for uh, Mirror in the Mantle. This year our church is doing it. Oh, okay, sharing and caring. Need to get the kids involved. Oh, that's great. Um, Pamela says, oh, yikes. I guess in referring to the we just talked about. Eileen says, hard to believe, gross. Yeah, um, <laughs> Linda says, it's actually very sad that they want to display their loved ones rather than pray for their soul. That's true. Um, yeah. Diffuser, DFUSA Films and Vlogs, it just seems like might use, use ape incorruptibility potentially or probably unintentionally. Um, Angela says, we can now have our ashes thrown in the sea as long as it isn't a certified holder started with JFK Jr. burial at sea approved by the Catholic Church. Huh. I, probably because I, I... I didn't hear about that. I was huh. reading up on that and I didn't see anything that we were, that that was allowed. I thought we had to be buried in a Catholic cemetery or we can be cremated. I was looking into seeing if, you know, you can, you know, I don't know. I have a family member well, who wants to be tossed off the uh, Golden Gate Bridge their ashes and i'm trying to tell them that no you can't do that you have to be buried <laughs> but um right, if you I, have that mm -hmm. info i would love to read it so i didn't hear that um, so okay yeah i didn't hear that either but i think we have to remember everybody that like the body's the temple the holy spirit so always keep that in mind it's better to if we're gone anyway but keep in mind we're not going to be there to see it happen whatever happens to us um let's see uh, Emily says, I think it's disrespectful to God and also the person, but if he requested it to each their own, I guess. And Arnold Mike says, hi from Uganda. Hello. Oh, wow. Hello. Um, Defisa Films and Vlogs says, ape-like sort of mock. Um, and also same, oh, same like apes or mock. I'm not sure what, um, what you're trying to say there. Um, Angela says, as long as the holder is blessed by a priest. Oh, oh okay, the, okay. The holder of the ashes. Well, that's something to look into. Um, I don't know, but I think that uh, huh, some of the research, uh, Diffuser Films blog says to, to ape, oh, imitate the behavior or manner of someone or something, especially in an absurd or unthinking way. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying now. Um, Janice says, it certainly isn't appropriate. It makes me think of the times I've seen where people bring a bottle of beer to a place at the grave of their loved one. Mm. Okay, yeah, Janice, I've mm. seen that, like, people leave beer bottles, like, they go and have a drink at well, the grave. Well, what and... they do is they take the beer and they pour it onto the grave, or if it's a funeral or a burial, um, they, do, they do it a lot in, like, the rap movies, so I guess it's, um, you know, I guess that's somehow some people do it but yeah i find it a little unusual too so but yeah and some people leave the beer bottle like the empties on top of the grave sites too oh, I, okay i've um, never seen that one but um let's see uh um oh ernie is here and he says hi from pueblo colorado so, hello ernie thank hi, you for ernie. joining us all right. And it looks like that's all we have so far. All right. So thanks, guys, for chiming in. Okay, Mike, back to you. Okay, we're going to go into our very last story uh, this evening, guys. And with the annual March for Life in Washington, D.C. still scheduled for next month, how uh, the question is, how different will it look this year in comparison to previous years on account of the ongoing pandemic? 
And this is a story that's coming from the Catholic World Report. The 48th Annual March for Life is scheduled to take place on January 29th, 2021 on the National Mall in Washington, DC. Normally attended by tens of thousands of pro-life demonstrators from all over the country, the 2021 March will be significantly affected by the coronavirus pandemic. While the DC government does not have a set special set of restrictions for protests, it has barred outdoor gatherings larger than 25 people as of November 25th. Despite the pandemic, Jeannie Mancini, the president of the March for Life, said that the march was still on and that they will work with local officials to ensure a safe protest that will conform with necessary guidelines. The theme of the 2021 march will be Together Strong, Life Unites. So anyway, so if anyone has any plans on going to that, uh, the good news is it sounds like they're still going to have that. Um, but they haven't yet announced exactly what's going to be different and how they're going to make sure social distancing is happening and, and all those measures. So it's certainly to be a lot different than usual, but it's been like that all year. Like everything's different than usual. So anyway. Um, okay. So any comments with that Kate? Or are you good to go? Um, well, I think the only thing to say about that is with all the other things, different rallies and things going on, I don't see how, you know, I think it would be fine to have it compared to everything else that's been going. So it's, you know, I think it's definitely we have to keep the message out there about pro-life. Yeah, definitely. So. so it's important. It's an important thing to do. Okay. So we're going to go on, guys, into um, just our wrap up the show here. Uh, just a reminder, guys. So tomorrow is First Friday. And if you're not familiar with this devotion, um, number one, receive Holy Communion in a state of grace. Number two, for nine consecutive First Fridays with the intention of making reparation to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And Christ will give you the, the grace of final repentance. So um, we actually did a video on this and Jesus made a whole bunch of promises to anyone who attends mass on the first Friday for nine consecutive months, receives Holy uh, Communion in a state of grace. Um, it's really awesome. One of the things is that your time will be shortened in purgatory. You'll be sure to have a confession and it's really an awesome opportunity from the Lord as another way of, you know, kind of, it's like insurance, you know, to make sure you get to heaven. So I'd certainly do suggest it. And we do have the links down below in the description boxes if anyone's interested in learning more about this devotion. We also have the prayers. Um, they're suggested prayers. You don't have to, there's no set prayers that you have to do, but if you're looking for a way to honor the Sacred Heart uh, on a first Friday, we found this old pamphlet and we made a video out of it and we also put it all on a website. So if you want to read it instead, you're welcome to do that also, okay? Um, just want to let everyone know, in case you haven't heard already, we're doing a second uh, Christmas gift card drawing on Thursday, December 17th at 8.25 p.m. Registration is absolutely free. You just go to our website, and on there you'll see the link for uh, registering. Just have to make sure you're watching live because we give you guys one minute to claim your prize. Otherwise, you forfeit and it goes to another person. Okay. If you already were subscribed to the Thanksgiving drawing, you're already subscribed for the second one, so you don't have to worry about it. Also want to run everyone that on Tuesdays we have our Bible study 8 p.m. right here on YouTube and we also have a podcast and I think that's all we have for this evening. So with that said guys we appreciate everyone for tuning in. Uh, we look forward to doing this every week with you guys and we hope everyone has a really wonderful weekend. Any last words Kate? Okay um just to yeah just um jump like to you know go with what you said definitely wishing everybody um wonderful weekend 
Um, thanks, guys, for your additional comments. I'm sorry we can't get to all of them tonight, but um, we don't definitely want to let you guys know we appreciate your chiming in and so forth. Okay, so thank you all once again for joining us. And remember, Feast of the Immaculate Conception next week. Don't That's forget. Right. Okay. Okay.